Here's the story that goes with me, and I hope you can relate to it, and I hope it goes on with you as well, Kai. A lot of the times, when I'm outside with my friends or I'm, I'm hanging out with someone and, you know, we're walking down in the park or we're walking in the, down in the city and I see something interesting, yeah? I really want to, like, capture it, right? But then, but then I search in my pockets and I look everywhere and I don't find my camera with me, right? And I get frustrated. I get frustrated because I know that I have all this gear laying around in my room at home and I had just seen an, a very interesting and a nice moment that I had composed very nicely and I missed out on, right? And it, it, it's, it's, it's really annoying sometimes because, you know, you have all this stuff that you have and you didn't use it, right? And you, you spent a lot of money on it and you, you obsessed over it, but then there was no use for it. And when it keeps happening over and over and over, you know, it's just like, ah, oh, come on, like, what am I doing over here? So I, I hope that's, that's also, I don't know, do you relate to that or how do you feel about that? I use my phone. I do as well, but uh-huh. I, I take the photo with a phone and then I go back home and I look at it and it's just not the same, man. It's not the same. Not the same. Which phone are you using, by the way? I'm using the, uh, the Poco, an Android phone. It's like a budget oh, phone. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, you take the photo with the phone. How do you, do you take RAW? Do you take JPEG? And... I use an iPhone. Here's the thing. I understand what you mean. You know, it doesn't look as good as when you use your, your, your camera back home. But my mentality was that, okay, at least I get a shot of it. So I can look at it and thinking that, okay, at least there's something. You have, you have it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not the best one, but you know, like maybe I can post it on Instagram. Yeah, I do, I do that as well. But then sometimes I look at it and I'm like, oh, I just wish I had my camera, man. Um, I wish I had which my, led you to which led me to buying a camera that fits in your pocket which is the record you are you know um, but yeah generally I, I, I feel like you know I, I feel like cameras are tools right and I just wanted to do the job and th- the thing about phones really I, I might sound like sound like I'm complaining a lot here but the thing about phones is just, it's just the over processing they do over the photographs and it feels muddy and it lacks details sometimes and the depth of field is not quite organic or right and the sensor is small and I I just don't find it I, I just don't find the photo as rich as it does when you take it with a camera right and there's too much processing with the smartphone yeah man because they, they they want the photo to look good straight out of the camera and so they add their own quote unquote artistic you know they, they put their own artistic decisions inside the, the tweakings and all the stuff with your photo. And, and, and oftentimes, which is true, most people find the brighter the photo, the better it is. Yes. And so when, when, when you take photo with your iPhone, especially, they make it look really like HDR, uh-huh. bright, you know, but sometimes I like a little bit of contrast, you know, I like the shadow to be a bit darker, but you can edit it. But still, like, it's I, I get the same. what you mean. It has this over-polished look, right? It, yeah. It's something you want a little dirty, and they put a lot of denoise in the photo. That's what I know. iPhone is really denoised. Yeah. 
Yeah. They remove all the grains and shit. Yeah. So. And it just sometimes it takes that organic feel that you get out of the camera, you know. And I sometimes I want to go for that. That's what I want, you know. Um, so yeah, that that that's the problem. And yeah, that's why I I eventually I had the A sixty four hundred, which was a which was quite compact actually, like pairing it with a pancake lens. But then I was like, ah, fuck it, man. I want something to be put in my pocket, you know. And and hence the Ricoh GR, three X, GR Mark three, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been it's been amazing. It's been fucking amazing. Man. How would you rate it? One out of five. I mean, for photography, one out of five. I would say four point five out of five. Four five. Yeah. It, Where's the missing half? The missing half is the autofocus. What do you think? Besides the image quality, all right. Besides the image quality and all of these. Uh, weird processing from from a smartphone what other qualities from a smartphone cameras are something that you cannot accept it and 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 thus you you're, you're using a still insisting on using a camera i think i think it's the physical buttons right like there's something about using a camera like holding a physical camera that's um like the physicality of it the way that i can change the shutter speed much easier the ISO is much easier to change. Um, it just it's 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 a lot more. Um, it's easier. It's just easier to use than a phone, you know, than focusing manually with a phone. To me, at least, I feel like that's. So you like all of these, the, this ability of customizing your. The settings, right? Yeah, but you can do that with a phone, though. You can change yeah, the ISO. Yeah, I was going to say that. And, and recently, I think I sent you that the, the link of it, the Sony Alpha One, yeah, Mark Four. Yeah, it's an incredible smartphone. It has a one-inch sensor. Well, obviously, it's not a real one-inch sensor, but it is a pretty decent sensor that that is used in uh, some other. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? It is a. Um, it's like those camera like GR. Uh huh. Is, is there a name for those type of camera? I cannot think uh, of point and shoot. Point, yeah, exactly, the point and shoot cameras. They, these one inch sensor, they are used in point and shoot also for drones, right? Uh-huh. And they put it in, in a Sony uh, smartphone, uh, uh, the, the Alpha Mark IV. I saw some of the, the photos. It, it looked like it's been shot from, a, from an actual mirrorless camera. I think That's you great, might man. consider that. Yeah, I, I think you yeah. might consider that that might be your answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it if it reaches, I feel like phones are getting closer and closer to cameras, and eventually they will do. I think they will. You will have smartphones with big sensors with the quality of a camera, and that would be amazing, man. But my you know, question, I, I, di- I disagree yeah. with that. Oh, okay, but go on with your question. My question for you is right now: um, Would you rather use a Ricoh GR? That has an APS-C sensor, kind of the size, of the sensor of your, um, I mean your AP, your 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 Sony camera, or would you rather use the Sony phone? Which one do you feel? Yeah. But depends on the context, like to to as as a daily. Yeah, yeah. Like, would you rather have? Would you rather have a a normal phone with a Ricoh GR, or just have the Sony phone? That has a one-inch sensor. I'm, I might go with the with the Sony. The smartphone. Yeah, but earlier you, I, I want like earlier you said something 
about uh, smartphone and camera, and I said I disagree with it. I was going to tell you that that camera sensors, that smartphone sensors are not going to get as good as cameras, or ca- smartphones cameras are not going to get, ah, get yeah, as yeah, good. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. I, I feel like fundamentally they're just different. Mm. Before we used to compare it, but the more I look at it, the more I realize it's different. It's it's going for this different type of audience, right? So, and this this has to do with you. The reason why you don't like smartphone photos mm. is the the audience, right? The target audience who uses smartphone, and are the people who uses uh, mirrorless camera, professional cameras. Professionals like to edit, and like everything customized. Yeah. And people who shoot with phones, they like it to be fast, ready to upload. I don't want to tweak it. I don't want to change the colors. I don't want to like edit it. I just want it to be ready and I can upload it the way it is. I think that's the that's the difference. So for these, how do you call it? Computational photographies, right? Yeah. Is, is that how they call it? Like like these fo- photography that are like overly processed by, by your smartphones. These are more for influencers maybe content creators the type of content creators that shoot instagram reels right the one that do live streams the one that just need to put a, a quick video together and just upload it quickly right so i think those are never meant for you to begin with and they might never reach the point the, that that you want it to be like like fat sensor and you know multiple cameras raw i don't know i feel like these type of things are for specific people and that's why sony came up with this alpha one because they, this this phone this camera is made for people like us and that's why that camera even though technically it might have have the best camera among all of the smartphone but yet iphone and samsung or google will, will still have the best smartphone camera out there because they shoot the best photos straight out of a camera you get it i see what you're saying but i think i think that some smartphones like that could that that is there to stay that having these kind of look that appeals to the general public to as many people as you want which is influencers and uh, normal daily users i think though the, the raw capabilities of phones are getting better and better right and those raw capabilities of these phones that allow you to take photographs um, that are that you can customize later on and you can edit, those are getting closer to uh, cameras, right? Which is the, the reason right now, like if I had told you back in the day, you would take photographs, would you take your photographs with a phone? You'd be like, no, phone cameras are shit, you know? But nowadays, the idea is more acceptable of taking a professional photograph with a phone. Like it could it could happen, you know what I mean? Because the raw capabilities of these smartphones are getting really really good. But I I agree with you in the sense that also when it comes to sensors, right? Like their sensor size, it's very hard to make a smartphone that has a huge sensor size as the size of a Sony A7 IV or a, a. And obviously, there's still gonna be these high end cameras that are meant for professionals. But I I, I definitely think that smartphones are getting better and better, and they're kind of bridging this gap between. Uh, you know, mirrorless, uh, you know, these mirrorless cameras and, you know, uh, these like very amateur cameras. And and also we're seeing that actually on a on a camera level, like on a 
on a, on a professional level between cameras. Like recently, manufacturers, they introduced these cameras that bridge the gap between cinema cameras and mirrorless cameras, like the FX3, the C70, the, uh, the Red Komodo even, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, which sure. you can argue it's still a cinema camera, but hey, like they're trying to reduce the size, uh, go smaller with, uh, with, with, with even with a, with a weight, you know, and that's even happening on a on a professional level and like on a consumer level, right? Like you could use a C70 now that's fairly small camera in comparison to the C300 or the C500. And that's still like, it gives you a very close, it gives you like almost a cinema look, right? So yeah, I think that you see that on a smartphone level and at the same time you see that on a, like on a, on a consumer level, right? And a lot of people are loving it. Like people are loving the FX3. They're loving the C70. And a lot of people are just, they sold their C500s and their C300s because they just don't see that value in having that that much bigger difference in size with the image quality, right? And it's just, it's getting better and better, man. I don't know what else to say, you know? The, the thing is, because of all of these technology advancement, everything seemed to blend together, right? Yeah. It's just going all together into a big chunk of thing that can do everything, right? So I still do think that every market has its own purpose mm-hmm. and that, for example, iPhone cameras will always be iPhone cameras. Re- regardless of how much better it gets, they, whatever they put inside the camera is still meant for the audience that is intended yeah, for the general for example public, I, right? I, I'll give you an example yeah you look at the uh, you mentioned about the, the small sensor right what is the downside of having a small sensor you cannot have a deep shallow uh, depth of field mm-hmm. right you cannot have yeah. a shallow depth of field when you have a small sensor right so what happened they create this uh, cinema mode right where you can have this fake focus shift in the new iPhones. I don't know if you have ever, have you ever yeah, heard yeah. of that function? Yeah. Right? Those are those are fake. Those are, those are not real. They they use these uh, scanning technology that can scan at people and then they'll cut cut you out and then they'll create a, like a fake blur or, and focus uh, blur on you, right? And these are all not real. These are it's not organic uh, blur, but they created to to emulate uh, the, the, these cinema cameras, right? So for smartphones, I feel like it will always be about certain type of emulation. They cannot, it's, it's just not meant to be a real cinema camera, but yet people still use it as a real cinema camera. Some people shoot these iPhone, iPhone music videos. There is even films that are shot on iPhone. I feel like it's not about which one is better at this point. It's only about which tool do you want to use to tell your story? Because the tool that you use to tell the story, it gives the audience a different message. Like recently in Taiwan, on Netflix, they released a very popular uh, horror film, right? And this horror film, they use a lot of uh, iPhone footage. And what does an iPhone footage tell you when you see it? You think of organic, unedited, raw, straight out of your phone, so it's more realistic. Maybe no visual effects, right? When you see a, a phone footage, although all of the things I just said above is possible, you can still do visual effects with this fo- uh, smartphone footage, but when you see a smartphone footage, it just gives you a different 
message, right? And people can still tell, at least right now, people can still tell what footage are shot on the smartphone and what are shot on a, on a cinema camera. On, like, you know, just by looking at it in a, in a basic level, some people can still tell. Most people can still tell, right? You can tell by the audio quality. You can tell by the colors. Cinema cameras, when you shot, it's just there's more dynamic. There's more. It's 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 more cinematic, you know, quote unquote. So I feel like it's all about the medium. Whatever tool that you use to tell your story, there's a reason behind it. So now, if you want to use a GoPro to tell your story, there's a reason why you want to use a GoPro, and it has to help you tell the story in a better way. Otherwise. You know, don't use it. That that's how I feel about this tool right now. All of them are good. All of them can shoot 4K, 8K. All of them can shoot high speed. It's just about which one you want to use at this point. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. I think it's. I think these are these. Eventually, you have to look at it as a tool, right? And mm-hmm. eventually, it's all about the story and how how what purpose does it serve to tell your story? I agree with that. I think, um, yeah. But like you said, all of them is getting smaller, though. Regardless of what what purpose it is for. All yeah. of them is getting smaller, and phones are getting be- better. You know, like ten years ago, you wouldn't, you didn't have the difference between phones and cameras was bigger and bigger. Nowadays, yes, shrinking. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So sure. yeah, there's there's a bit of that, and there's you know that okay, like obviously it's very hard to replicate the look of a camera with a smartphone, and they may not be able to, but overall we're seeing that difference shrink over and over there is still a difference of course and that that's totally you know noticeable but hey like who knows what the future there, there's a the question i, I want to discuss with you though yeah so all of these cameras are getting good right so let's throw away uh, smartphone cameras for a second and just mm-hmm. look at the mirrorless and cinema camera lines right if we look at the black magic 6k komodo the A7S 3 all these camera, technically, a lot of them can do what each other does in a lot of ways, right? Obviously, you know, there's still big difference between them if you want to go technical about it. But in a way, they're all really good cameras. You cannot deny that, right? Yeah. They're all really good cameras. Now, like back in the day, you can, you can compare them. Like there's big difference between each camera. But nowadays, they're getting closer and closer. So... In the next 10 years, how do you imagine cameras will look like? If we pick up a, a, a Sony camera uh, from uh, 2030, 2032, what would it look like? Can you describe think, me the specs of it? Yeah. I mean, I definitely cannot describe the specs, but I guess what okay, I just, could just say... Okay, just try to. Try to. I, yeah. I, I want to see what, what are you picturing. I, I, would say, I would say things are going to be much more digital right so instead of having a physical buttons like what you have now it's going to be more digital you can do it's going to have touch screen it's going to be able to do things uh from the software from the ai it's going to have better autofocus it's going to have a lot more customizability to track your eye track your nose recognize you as a human but isn't, isn't it good enough already though the eye tracking is already amazing right now. It's it's, How good it's great. It it's just gonna get greater, man. And when you see it become greater, it's you're like, oh my god, <laughs> that was amazing. How can it be better? <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, hey, you're not going away with this question. I'm, I'm like, give me some oh, specs. Me? Yeah, yeah. I want you to give me some specs. What, what do you think? Uh, a Sony A7 
S ten would look like. All right. So I said an S thirteen. Yeah. All right. Twenty stops of dynamic range, right? Okay. Very close to the human eye. Um, maybe hundred, two hundred megapixels camera that you can zoom in as much as you want. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. no noise at all. Low light, zero performance, noise. Uh-huh. crazy. You can jack okay. up the ISO to hundred thousand. No noise, absolutely. You can see it through pitch black. Oh come on, hundred. You can jack up to a million. Let's say. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, perfect autofocus, shutter speed. Flickering, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's just gonna be a replica of the human eye. And hey, it might even shoot 360. You don't even, <laughs> you just take a shot of the environment and then you frame it however you want later on. Huh. You know? You can and go back in time with that camera. Yes. <laughs> the time machine. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, Canon, one of the Canon, I think Mark, uh, 5D Mark IV, it had a function. I'm not sure if it's. Like that. Can shoot, like, through, shoot 360. No, no, no. You can adjust <laughs> the focus. Oh, you're going to be able to do that for sure. Yeah. Like, like, I oh, does it's it? It's very mild. It's very mild. But you can adjust oh. maybe from the nose to the eye, like like that distance. I remember oh, the, the really? 5D Mark IV can do something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's like a raw format. I, I'm pretty sure there is. I, I, I'm not, I don't remember quite well, but I, I heard of these, these uh, adjustable auto, uh, focus uh, range in post production. Uh-huh. That's crazy. And I think that that might be even more intense in the future because if you lost your focus, you know, you you the camera might. I mean, in the future, the camera just take all of the focus range. Wow! And so you can adjust right? the focus in post production. Wow! That might be I didn't know about that. I th- I think perhaps what it does is that it shoots wide and it adds a bit of a blur. Between that small distance, do you think it does I, that? I, I don't think it's fake. I don't think it's it's uh. It's not fake. I I don't think it's like those iPhones. No no no. I I don't think it's computational. Uh, I think I think I the think. I think the majority of the blur is real. I think what happens is that the area that you have the focus range between is fully focused, uh-huh. and the focus uh-huh. is added digitally. If you know what I mean. Hmm. I think that could be the case. Obviously, I don't know. I'm just could, saying. Could I'm just be. I, I don't know. I, I don't know about the technology. But that's interesting, it, but man. I never heard of this actually. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that definitely something. And maybe waterproof. Hopefully, I'm really looking forward for waterproof cameras, yeah. like fully waterproof, dust water, f- fireproof, fire, fucking space yeah, yeah. proof. So whenever I'm getting my my <laughs> fire shot in the volcano, you know, finally I can. You can dip it in, in the volcano and bring it back. <laughs> I'll be like, or like. But well, you know what? Or twenty k. How about twenty yeah. k? Yeah. Possible, man. You know, you know what? Um, you know what's really interesting is that I remember when I was in school, I read an article about someone who speculated the future, and mm. it's very interesting to see how this they describe the year twenty twenty when they were in the year nineteen eighty, and it and it okay. feels like it's always the way they describe the future. They describe it a lot ahead than it actually reaches. Sometimes they get it accurately, but I feel like when we describe what's going to happen in the future, it's usually a lot ahead of its time. You know, or like new technologies come out and people don't even consider cameras. Hmm. A new art form. So, so it's comes like out. we're always over, over, we're too optimistic about the future. That's what you mean. 
Yeah, and I wouldn't say optimism is the word. I would say we're too overestimating. Yes, hundred percent. And it's like it's like like no one ha- would have thought. Or like speaking of Dolly, right, and open AI systems, no one would have thought you you'd be able to generate visual art by typing, you know, by actually writing. And that's a totally new thing, and that could take over, and people could just generate art and generate whatever they want through typing, mm. right? And so new possibilities open up when these things, when these new technologies come along, right? Sure. And it's just it's just hard to predict, man. You know, like we could talk about 8K and 20K and 100 megapixels, mm. but when the future comes, heck, people may not it even give comes. a shit. You yeah, know, for sure. So. For sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh man, but 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 you know, if 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 one day a camera can shoot, I don't know, like hundred k, right? You then we can finally it. shoot the podcast uh, in video without you know because I can just put put my camera here outside the window, and yeah. I can I can see you in Doha. <laughs> you you know? can I can just crop in. I, I'll crop in <laughs> a little that little pixel, and that's Ibrahim. And I, I punch yeah. in, and I'll see you. That'd be great. So, so we can be in the same frame, you know, finally. Yeah. You could do that. Why not? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what what I'm most excited about, actually, is uh, slow, slow motion. I hope they do well with that. I hope we can shoot like a thousand FPS in 8K, 4K with a little mirrorless camera. I think that would be, be interesting. Awesome. It's like having yeah, a telescope. Yeah. Right. For sure. I, th- I think I think these these uh, frame rate shit, if they fix that, fix that. I, I think that would be because the the biggest challenge as far as I, I'm not going to go too technical about because I, I don't understand what's going behind technology is that between the sensor and and the memory card or, or some some other thing with the camera, there's like a pipeline, right? Yeah. And then this 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 tube, they cannot they just cannot send the, the information fast enough and they cannot handle too much information in a short period of time. So that's why slow motion has always been a very difficult technology to overcome oh. this 4k 120 is, is really the breakthrough because back then they just cannot send enough information at this uh short amount of time that's why you see uh 4k 120 but with crop sensor why, yeah. why we always have crop sensor uh, when we shoot slow motion it's just they have to reduce the the, the size of the file otherwise they cannot send through the camera it's quite know? interesting do, 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 yeah, those were the difficulties. You always have to crop the sensor whenever you shoot slow motion because of the the size of the data. So hopefully, is it if, the memory? If they o- is it's it the, the speed, memory? the speed, uh. the speed of the pipeline. It just cannot go fast enough. It has to. It, they have to decrease the size of the file. And uh. if they can fix that, man, like slow any, for any life. <laughs> yeah, slow mo. That, it, it's a. You, do you think it's a photo? No, it's a million FPS. It's a million uh. FPS per second. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like I, I hope they can get like a thousand FPS for per, per second for four K. That would be awesome. I would like some slow motion footage in my life. Yeah, 